Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We're talking everything St. Louis Blues as we head into the Blues Booth. Presented by Boardwalk Hardwood Floors, a proud partner of your St. Louis Blues. Find your perfect new floor at our four convenient locations and online at BoardwalkHardwood.com. It's the opening drive on 101 ESPN, and for the first time in Joe Vitale's broadcasting career, his team, the Blues, are not making the playoffs. Joe with us on the Celebrity Line here on 101 ESPN. So how do you feel about that, Joseph? You know, Brady, I was feeling kind of bad about myself last night, but then I woke up this morning, and it was actually my kids. It was Donuts with Dad. Perfect. That, that's Love that. Morning. So if there's anything that could, you know, cover up and mask the sadness and the tears in my eyes, Nothing does it like a donut, so I'm doing much better now. Are you guys going to uh, Disney World this summer? We are. I'm actually taking my daughters here in a couple of weeks. Uh, we planned this about a month, month and a half ago, and we started noticing the Blues may be falling out around that trade deadline. We're like, ah, this may not be good. So I'm taking my two daughters. It's a girls' trip, and my 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 youngest daughter is two. It's Birdie, and my oldest, of course, is now is twelve. So it's going to be a girls' trip only with dad, and my daughter Birdie. She goes around the house every day, and she continually tells everyone that she's going to Disney World, and she loves to point out who's not going to Disney World. She'll say, Harper, you're not going. Bodie, you stay home. Mama, not, you're, not coming. you're not coming. Mama, stay. stay. Shepherd, stay. Daddy, take me. And she, every day, and the, and the boys are starting to get a little fed up with it. But uh, So certainly, I'm teaching her very early to, to stir the pot, which is, uh, is you know, every every father needs to make sure they're, they're establishing that with their daughters i think I, I like that does she have her favorite place that she likes to go to in disney world she's she's really into elsa brooke right now so when we go to hollywood studios they have maybe the coolest show i think in all of disney world down there it's the it's the frozen uh sing-along musical where it's uh it's partly these actors who come in and and of course they they do a little bit of a script and it's so funny the narrators are terrific and then it's half on a big screen where of course then the kids and, and the adults can sing their heart out to along with, with the songs. And it's even cooler because it's kind of a dark studio where you really look around and if it was a bright one, adults, we don't like to sing these songs, you know, <laughs> but since it's dark, like I'm used to, I'm screaming my heart out. I'm saying, let it go. Like top of my lungs, I'm standing up I'm hoping, and hollering. And at the end, they shoot out, of course, these uh, Elsa comes out and it's a huge surprise and they, and they shoot these, basically these these bubbles these bubble machines but it looks like snow falling and of course my daughter is is really really pumped and excited about that uh, and then of course the frozen rye which is an epcot uh this is when i realized my wife took it to a whole new level she is she is cutthroat when it comes to disney world and she has a motto and she put she should put it on the disney world shirt 
the next time we go. But if you're not cheating in Disney World, they're not trying. <laughs> I'll never forget. I mean, she is. She has figured out every system, and I feel like the Disney people have continually had to adjust how they do things because of my wife, because she is that cutthroat. We were at the Frozen ride a couple of years ago, and apparently our fast passes got messed up. We got from the airport. We're flying over there. We're trying to get in there. We end up we end up missing it. So I go to talk to the lady. I explain what's going on, and she said they can't help us out. And my wife, I, I saw the horns come out through her hair, and she goes, give me that baby. Give me that baby. All the babies with me. Joe, you stay here. And she's dragging, like, five kids with her. She's sweating, and she starts talking to this lady, and all of a sudden, she looks back at me. She kind of gives me the hand, like, let's go, honey. I'm like, okie dokie. So she made up some story. And, of course, uh, you know what? They When they see a mama bear with her, her cubs, and it's a frozen ride, and they know how much money we're spending down there. Uh, the Disney people traditionally are really good about it. Well, I guess we'll get into some blues talk now. <laughs> Obviously, you don't like to see the way that the season ended. And this is a question that actually Jeremy Rutherford put on Twitter last night that I thought was really good because it garnered a lot of different responses. Who is your MVP of the blues from this season? Oh, man, I tell you what, there, there, are, there are a few that come to mind. Uh, I'll give some no, no, notable mentions right off the hop here, Brooke. Um, you know, what? I know the, the numbers were not great, but I looked at this kid and he competed every single night. He kept his team in a position to be competitive. And of course, without him, it could have been really, really bad. To me, that was Jordan Bennington. So I, I need to, uh, of course, acknowledge him. Um, you know, another player, of course, who really has exploded from an offensive side of things is Jordan Cairo. There's certainly more there defensively. There's certainly more there from a decision-making, which is natural. It's completely normal for a kid of his age. It hasn't been in the league that long to be making these mistakes. So it's, it's nothing against Cairo, but certainly there, there's another step there. But offensively, you have to really applaud the numbers because they do speak for themselves. But if I had to put it on one player that you looked at all year long from a consistent standpoint, I can't think of more than one hand if I'm counting the games where he was just off. And to me, that, that shows an MVP style of player. Uh, it would be Justin Falk. On the back end there, you know, he got his 50 points, which is, of course, for a defenseman, a really good marker. And I think that Justin certainly brought that consistent defensive savviness, a player that played all around, killed penalties. He ran power plays, uh, dependable 23, 24 minutes every single night. He was one of those players. Then Craig Berube sent out there, and you really felt good about that everything is gone. The ice is probably going to be taken care of just when he's out there. I mean, that's how Ryan O'Reilly was in his prime here, where every time O'Reilly was out there, it was just Mr. Dependable. And I think Justin Falk, to me, from top to bottom, consistently all year long, for what he brought and taking it up another level on most of these games, I, to me, he's the MVP. Joey, what are your takeaways from this season? I know it's it's one day. It, it really hasn't set in. But do you have any takeaways from what you saw or, or, or what you would like to see going into next year? Well, I tell you what, the, the biggest thing, Kerry, that you know, I talked to Ryan O'Reilly about this a few years ago. We had an awesome conversation about he was having a great year at the time. And we talked about you know great players, players and it was a really in-depth um, open my eyes conversation type of thing. And one thing she said that really stood out is he said, the biggest thing between good players and great players is that great players, they, they keep those, those valleys short. And what he meant by that was that every player goes through ups and downs of a year. Every team goes through ups and downs, but the good, the great players and the great teams 
they figure out a way to keep those little valleys, those little bumps. They figure out a way to get out of them quickly, and they don't stay in those valleys very long. Now, you look at, you look at the St. Louis Blues this year, the streakiness speaks volumes to what he was talking about, where when things started going off the rails a little bit, it was really hard for this team to get it back on the rails. You know, that's why we saw those five-game losing streaks, an eight-game losing streak. I mean, for a while there, just there wasn't a lot of bounce back. You compare that to the Boston Bruins, who were very successful. They'd have one bad game, and they'd jump right back in the mix, and they, they would respond with a really good game. So that, to me, is what was what really the Blues were missing this year. And there's a whole laundry list of probably items that this coaching staff and Doug Armstrong view as why that is, whether it be the defensive zone responsibilities, whether it be special teams, whether it be you know injuries at times, whatever it was, there there was reasons for that. But in a nutshell, they when they went to their bumps and they went in those little valleys of the season, they just did not have that fight back and that that giddy up to rebound as quickly as they needed to. And of course, all the streakiness uh, led to 500 hockey all year long, and that's what we saw. We never really saw this team go below three games under 500. We never saw them go above really three games over 500. So it was always right in the middle, right there. So I think, you know, moving into next year certainly is going to be – there's so many options for Doug Armstrong right now, which he's put himself and his organization in a great spot because of the draft picks, you know, because of the cap space they have available. Um, lots of different details heading into this offseason, which is going to make it very interesting. Hey, Joey, uh, I've told you before, and I've said it on the air many times, I really appreciate your intelligence and your curiosity. You're educated at CBC and at Northeastern University. So uh, – how do you pronounce C R A Y O N? no. R A Y O N. Cran. What? Yes, it's a St. Louis thing. It's a St. Louis thing. It's a CBC thing. There's a Y in there. C R A Y O N. Yeah. Well, so you're saying crayon? Is that what we're supposed to say? Crayon. The way he says that. I love it. He said it. I said I'm like crayon. The Y is silent, Joey. The Y, yeah, the, the Y is silent. The, the Y is silent. Oh, okay. Yeah, no. the Y is silent. Brooke is completely off the rails. Brooke, give him yours. Well, okay, I'm going to put Ryder in this too. Mike okay. Ryder also says it this way. I, I, It was my first reaction was crown. Crown? No, no, no. No, no, no. This is like, this is like the, uh, this reminds me of the conversation that Billy Madison had with his dad when his dad was trying to get him. Uh, to understand that he couldn't pass first grade when he makes him spell rock, R-O-K. He's like, yeah. He's like, R-O-C-K. Oh, the C is silent. No, listen. The Y is silent. The Y is silent, fellas. Come on. The Y is silent. It's crayons. Just get the crayons out. Crayons. Crayons. Crayon. No, no Y. There's no Y. Y is silent. No. Hey, Carrie, you spent too much time with all those yinzers up in Pittsburgh. Yeah, that's what it is. Yinzers, yes. All your yinzers with the yinglings and your Y. You guys are big, big, big fans of the Y's. How do you say, how do you say, do you say 44 or 44? I think Highway 44 West, I get off at Wally's. I bring my kids to that Wally's. We spend about four hours there right off the exit. Joey we, 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 we take 44 way out there. The, the pizza at Wally's is sensational. Oh Popcorn there. Uh, if you like jerky, they and I'm not a jerky guy, but they uh, apparently have a good jerky there. I'm with you. I can spend four hours in there, too. Their jerky is phenomenal. I, I am a... <laughs> Oh yeah, they 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 weigh it on the scale. I'm telling you, if, 
parents out there, adults, whoever. If you have an afternoon to kill, it's a really hot this summer, it's a rainy day, people are always like, oh, let's go to the zoo, let's go to the aquarium. I take my kids' wallet. <laughs> the they have all the gifts. They play with all the toys for like three hours, and it's perfect because then after three hours, they're tired of the toys. Then we just put the toys back, we're going to buy them, and then we're not, adding, we're not adding toys, which I know some people are like, oh, come on, you can't. If you're going to play three hours with the toys, you got to buy the toy, but no way, not me. I Whenever I go to that Starbucks, Barnes & Noble mix, I always get my coffee. I always pick out a magazine. I sit down at the table. I drink my coffee. I read my magazine. And I put that on my magazine. And I know people don't like that. And people think, hey, you're crazy. But at the same time, I'm also paying $7 for a Starbucks coffee. So I feel like I can, I can, I can peruse. Let's call it. I peruse through a magazine. I feel okay with it. And Wally's is cheaper than Disney World, too. Oh, buddy, yes. <laughs> you know what? That's... That's actually now that I think about it, it's probably uh, it's probably more of a financially responsible decision. Maybe I'll take my daughter to Wally World next year. <laughs> Joey V, you're our favorite guest every single week during the season, and we always love talking to you. We appreciate you coming on, and uh, we'll be ready to do it again in September when the Blues get up and rolling again. Have a great off season, and I'm sure we'll communicate. Of course, we always will. And uh, Kerry Brook, uh, you guys as well have a wonderful off season. Rain, it's always a pleasure. I, I love these Friday mornings with you guys and. And we'll be listening in, and you guys have a great, great summer. Thank you, Thank sir. You. Sir, take care. Okay, bye-bye. That's Joe Vitale with us on 101 ESPN.